It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side boys basketball on Tuesday as the Central Rebels played host to the Valley Catholic Warriors at a broadcast game from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse. Our last stop there until the Christmas tournament a week from Tuesday. Our own Glenn Berry's got the recap of an MAAA large school, small school showdown between the Rebels and Warriors. It was one for the records for the Central Rebels as they faced off in an MAAA conference matchup with Valley Catholic on Tuesday night. Central started quick and finished quicker with a decisive 98-52 win over the Warriors. Caden Casey scored 17 points in the first quarter to push the Rebels out to a commanding lead, a lead that was extended to 28 points by halftime. During that first half, both Casey and Joe Bryant reached milestones in their illustrious careers. Bryant scored his 2,000th point, while Casey hit the 1,000-point mark. The second half was more of the same, with Central pushing the lead to as high as 48 points before settling for a 98-52 win. After the game, Central head coach Brad Gross. It was a good win for us, and I was, I was glad to see uh, Caden and Joe both kind of hit some milestones, you know. Caden scoring his 1,000th point and Joe scoring his 2,000th. That's that a really neat deal. Caden Casey finished with 27, while Joe Bryant added 22. And not to be overlooked was a double-double by Zach Boyd, who scored 14 and pulled down 10 rebounds. Valley was led by Tyler Giggs, 19, and Wyatt Fallard's 7. Central improves to 6-1 and one and faces Saxony Lutheran on Thursday in Cape, while Valley drops to 3-3 three and three and travels to Kingston on Thursday night. Once again, Central blows by Valley Catholic, 98-50 at the T.J. Fulon Fieldhouse on Tuesday night. For KFMO B104 Sports, I'm Glenn Berry. Again, Kate and Casey and Joe Bryant each had milestone moments in the win. Central head coach Brad Gross on Casey and Bryant reaching those milestone moments on Tuesday. I, mean, I don't think you could find many people in Central history who's had the success that these guys have had. You know, two different sports, you know, uh, just all the accolades they've gotten. It's just been really neat watching them over the last four years. Who does Caden Casey attribute his scoring success to? I my dad because he's been he's been coming in in the morning every morning. He's been helping us. He's been working on our shots. Well, Joe Bryant had a similar answer in that Mark Casey is one of the assistant coaches at Central. My coaches, especially my family, um, everybody just around me, the community, but especially my coaches and my family, like Coach Gross, Coach Casey, we come in every morning shoot, so uh, just getting better every day just really uh, contributes to what I show on the court. What does it mean to you to have 2,000 points? Uh, it means the world, you know. Um, it's really great. Uh, with everybody around me supporting me. Um, it just feels even better when I have the community behind me. Again, the Rebels win at 98-52. Other boys basketball action from Tuesday night. The Farmington Knights erase a 17-point deficit to win in double overtime. They beat Jackson 73-71. Kingston top North County on the road 67-56. The St. Genevieve Dragons fall to Pacific 47-44. And the West County Bulldogs get back in the win column. They beat Donovan 6 64-42. And one girls basketball action, and it needed overtime. The Lesterville Lady Bearcats beat the Potosi Lady Trojans 62-57. Coming up today on the local side, boys basketball Potosi is at Arcadia Valley, and on the girls side, the North County Lady Raiders host Parkway North, while the St. Genevieve Dragons travel to Herculaneum and take on the Lady Black Cats. And on Thursday, girls basketball South Iron is at Farmington. That's our next broadcast, and it's our final broadcast before the Christmas tournament. It starts at 7 o'clock on KFMO with tip-off at 7.30. We'll have live video on the website, kfmosports.com. Again, that's South Iron at Farmington Girls Basketball 
on Thursday. And that Central Christmas tournament now under a week away. And in sports on Tuesday, we previewed the girls' side of the bracket. Well, today we start it with the boys' side. We hear from two coaches, the South Iron Panthers. They're the two seed. They'll play the 15 seed Perryville. South Iron won the Arcadia Valley tournament and seeded second at the Christmas tournament in back-to-back years. Head coach Dusty Dinkins, is it good for a team to play well in early season tournaments? I think it's good to get off to a good start, to start your season and kind of see where you're at. And then, you know, if you can survive and win some games and then get into some championship moments and, and see how your kids are going to respond to those. And I think that's that's all good and well. But have to understand it's a long season and you're going to have to continue to get better. And just because you may have started well does not mean you're going to be uh, at that level throughout the season unless you have some focused work put in day by day. And lower in the field, the five-seed Potosi Trojans will take on the 12-seed Herculaneum Blackcats. Potosi head coach Jackson Conaway, did they expect the five-seed coming into the seed meeting? We knew that uh, we had a good chance to be in the the, up, the lo- upper half of this uh, tournament. Um, I mean, we're fine with the five. We didn't come into it. We didn't really have a number picked out that we wanted to be. Um, we're uh, it's still early in the year. We're just trying to play our best basketball right now and fine-tune some things, so five's fine with us. The Central Christmas Tournament starts next Tuesday, December 26th, with the Octo Header that starts 27 broadcast games in five days. And the biggest mover in the field of the Christmas Tournament, it's Farmington. They moved from the 12th seed last year to the 3th seed this year. And they'll play the 14th seed North County in the opening round. We'll hear from Farmington head coach Garrett Callahan and North County assistant coach Hayden Sprinkle tomorrow in as we work our way closer to the Central Christmas Tournament. That starts on Tuesday. And from there to the ice at NHL, the St. Louis Blues began their Florida swing. A two-game road trip in Florida started at Tampa Bay against the Lightning. The Blues Radio Network and Alex Ferrario have the recap. Last night, the Blues kicked off their final road trip before the holiday break. Two games in Florida that started with the Tampa Bay Lightning. And offense started early for Tampa as they scored two minutes and 23 seconds in to take a one nothing lead. And then two more goals in a less than three minutes span to give Tampa a 3 goal lead going into the first intermission. Second period would open up eerily similar to the first as Tampa would score within the first three minutes of that second period. Nikita Kucherov's second of the game and then they'd follow it up with a 5 nothing lead before Jordan Bennington would get pulled midway through the second. No other goals that period though in the third a power play goal for Nick Paul made it 6 nothing. but the Blues would get one back on the power play. Back to back games with a power play goal as Justin Falk scored his first of the season. The Blues fall though 6-1 to to Tampa Bay, back to 500, 15-15-1 on the season, and they'll try and get back above 500 Thursday night against the Florida Panthers. Puck drop at 6, pregame skate at 5.30 on the St. Louis Blues radio network. Alex, thanks. Blues interim head coach Drew Bannister. What caused the team to get off to the slow start, trailing 3 nothing after one period? We weren't able to, to, to get to any kind of forecheck, uh, so we were defending. Um, I think we had uh, 10 10 turnovers, 10, 13 turnovers in the, in the D zone, um, 10 turnovers in the offensive zone. Um, when you're doing that, you're going to have to play a lot of D. Defenseman Colton Pareko says this is one the team has to put behind them. It's a tough league. Obviously, there's a lot of good teams, a lot of good players. Every given night is a hard night, and um, you can't take nights off, I don't think. So uh, it's it's one of those things where we got to hit the reset. Um, kind of touched on it earlier. We got big game Thursday against Florida. They have a good team. and starts, obviously, tonight and tomorrow. Go practice, have a good practice, and 
The Blues are back at it tomorrow, 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock puck drop at Florida against the Panthers. Coverage on B104.3. The Blues are return home Saturday and play the Chicago Blackhawks. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs host the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday, 11 a.m. pregame, high noon kickoff. And NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers play Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl, December 29th. Javon Foster, what is the chance to play in the Cotton Bowl mean to him. We want to just end out on a great note, you know. Uh, you know, I've been here. It's been a lot of ups and downs, you know. So me just having and finishing the season out with a great team is just a blessing. That Cotton Bowl is next Friday, December 29th, Missouri and Ohio State. And NCAA men's basketball, the St. Louis University Billikens are at NC State tonight after a big winner on Saturday. Terrence Hargrove says the team gained confidence after that Saturday win. This really gave us a really a nice boost now, like to go into a game positive we feeling good like you know we feeling good about ourselves and you see what happens when we just all when we all put the work in we all stay locked in good things happen to us and the missouri tigers take on illinois at enterprise center on friday it's the bragging rights game from st louis that's sports i'm jared pettis